So where do I begin? I guess uh, any good story begins at the beginning. So my name is John Williams and I grew up um, to the first son to a single mom and um, my mom is amazing. She's one of the most, she's one of the strongest people that I've ever met in my life. She's overcome so much adversity throughout her life and just, um, she's just one of those people that's just a powerful individual in and of her own. When she comes into the room, um, for better or for worse, everyone knows it. That's my mom. And so I guess I take after her a wee little bit. <clears throat> But growing up wasn't always um, what you would call, we didn't really have what you would call like the most happy childhood or the friendliest childhood. Ours is definitely, like mine is definitely not the, the story of, you know, both parents in the home and Christmas time was fantastic and Thanksgiving was this beautiful occasion and, and all of these kinds of things. Mine was the complete opposite. Um, growing up, my childhood was a little different. Um, so I never met my father. I have no idea who he is. I have no idea what he walks like, what he talks like. I have no idea what it's like just to ride beside him in a car or behind him in a car as a child, you know. I have no idea. I have no idea whatsoever. I have no idea what his work ethic is like, um, what kind of man he is. You know, I just don't. And that was part of the equation for me growing up. The other part of the equation is that I grew up to a home or in a home where there was quite a bit of abuse. There was um, alcohol and substance abuse. There was physical, verbal abuse. Um, I'm pretty sure there was more physical types of abuse that happened in the home. And some of it I saw, most of it I saw, some of it Fortunately, I didn't see. And for me, it's, um, you know, even at 37 years old, I still look back and I still think on some of those occasions now. Um, there's a couple of stories that I, I tell from my childhood when I talk to students at school assemblies and share with them some of the things that I observed. And then part of my learning and growing process through that and you know for me so early on even in those things there a couple of things that I wanted was that I wanted my wife whoever she would eventually be I wanted her to know her husband to be loved to feel loved to be supported to be cared for by her husband. I wanted my kids to know the exact same thing. I wanted my children, whoever they would be, right, to know their dad and to be loved by their dad and to, you know, just just have that. That's what I wanted. I wanted my kids to have, I guess it's what most parents want. Most parents want their kids to have what they don't. And the church played a really critical role, really crucial role in my life growing up because when um, it, it was the, it was a safe place for us my mom had a key to our local or to the church that we would attend you know Sunday morning worship at and um, 
we would we would spend a lot of our time at church just hanging out just and sometimes we would most of the time actually we would be the only ones there you know my uncle would get drunk and kind of go off on a on an anger rant and he was just a tyrant in our home and so my mom um, if she caught it in time we would get into the car drive through McDonald's and go to our church and sometimes just eat our food in peace in the in the kitchen area and sometimes we would just do things at church like um, vacuum the floor or clean up the restrooms or you name it man the upstairs like the Sunday school areas or whatever we would clean those up and take the trash out and just and just tidy up around the church it's just what we did and it for us when we were able to escape our home in time before literally all hell broke loose that's what we did and you know I I just remember as a child you know coming at a very early age and thinking okay there's something good here there's something right about this there's something you know this is a safe haven for us this is a safe place for us and as I began to grow up as a man and you know so not having a father in my life um, you know, so God of the, the God of the Bible's depicted as a heavenly Father, right? And, and I would begin to come to um, Scripture as as my Father's like letter to me. And so, just from you know, from early on, um, I just have a really high regard for God's Word, for the Bible. It's not just another book on the shelf. It is something that I just I look to for wisdom and for guidance. And um, even today, as a man now, I'm a husband, my wife, and I just finished celebrating 16 years of marriage together. God help that poor woman. <laughs> and um, I have a 14 and 12-year-old son. And so I get to be husband to my wife, and I get to be father to my kids. And... For me, the father heart of a heavenly father, right, is one of love and compassion and justice and rightfulness, if that's even a word. You know, so so as I live and as I go on, my whole mission for kids is to, or is this, Whatever situation you're in, whatever your environment is right now, man, there's hope. And you can be that active participant in your own rescue. And if you'll just latch on and cling to that thing that's good, then you can get, you can have the life for yourself that you want. I believe it's in the Gospel of John where it says that, you know, the thief comes in to kill and to steal and to destroy. And this is Jesus talking here, and he says, but I've come so that you may have life and so that you may have it to the full or more abundantly, right? So you can have this happy life, this blessed life. And you know what? It's true. It's absolutely true. If you come to God 
with a right heart and with an open heart day after day after day. And lay yourself bare. Own who you are. The good, the bad, the ugly. And make a commitment to just doing today better than yesterday. You'll be amazed. You will be absolutely amazed at how your life can become and what God can do in your life. So, I sign all of my email with hope. Because that's what I have. I have hope that wherever you are and in whatever situation you're in, Man, if you'll hang on, and if you'll learn to be the hero of your own story, you'll be absolutely amazed. So, that's why I do what I do. That's why I speak to students. That's why I share at high schools. That's why I share at youth camps in the summer or through the fall or winter. That's why we created what we've created here. And I wish absolutely nothing but the best. Because for all of us, the best is yet to come. With hope. John. <laughs>